0: Join me as we cover the misfortunes that have befallen this infamous town for more than 150 years, including the Great Fire of 1843. Season 12 premieres Monday, May 13th on Exactly Right. Follow Tenfold More Wicked on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Scotty, are you ready for one? I am
2: so ready for one today
1: parrot tells firefighter to fuck <laughs> off
2: during rescue attempt <laughs> oh i love what it gets his bananas
1: ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show uh, called Bananas, all about strange and fascinating news. I am one of your hosts, Kurt Brownler.
2: I am the other one, Scotty Landis. And uh, gosh, every week these stories just seem to get weirder and dumber <laughs> and more absurd. And, and uh, to discuss all of them yeah. with us today
1: is the overwhelmingly hilarious and fantastic comedian mm-hmm. uh, you can hear her on her own podcast called couples therapy which is excellent please welcome naomi Ek-Parrigan. Yes, yay, hey. yes
0: Woo. Yeah. We're so glad how are to you, you naomi doing all right i need to hear some crazy shit right now you no know what i mean kidding. like yep. i need to remember That some people are just dumb. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Take the edge off. You You came to the right place.
1: That (laughs) the absurdity of the world is oftentimes also funny. Yes. Not horrible. Yes. Yes. All right, I will tell you about this bird. Uh,. So, it's a, <laughs> it's a bird. First of all, this was sent in by a listener, P. Martinez. Thank you, Thank P. Thank you, P. Uh, this bird, okay, this is, and this is from Mashable. This mm-hmm. was written by Morgan Sung. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it starts off with, this bird was not <laughs> in the mood to be saved. Uh, <laughs> Jessie, a bright yellow and turquoise macaw parrot, escaped from her home in Edmonton, UK. For some reason, I have a lot of UK stories this week. I don't know why. That's okay. Uh, and stranded herself on her neighbor's roof for three days uh, okay. and concerned that she was injured and um, they called the, the Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, the RSPCA, yes. and they couldn't get her down. So then they sent the fire department, sure. and Jesse's owner told the firefighter, and here's the best part about it, to say, I love you, to try to bond <laughs> with the bird and move her back to safety. But when the firefighter went up there and said, I love you, she said, fuck you. <laughs> Oh! <laughs> oh God! I love it. And there's a photograph of this firefighter. Yes, very buff man telling this bird, "I love you," uh, <laughs> and it is amazing. Yes. Oh. that's too good.
0: That's did, too did anybody? Good.
2: Did anybody ever own a bird? Oh yeah, really? I had growing up. I don't remember. No. It all feels so cruel looking back, though. Like, I remember buying them from a store where they would clip their wings, put it in a cardboard box, and then you would take it home. Yeah. Seems insane. (laughs) Seems not okay um but i have i have an aunt who is just terrified of birds like she's just completely afraid of birds and when we were people kids, are
0: often afraid of birds yeah my mom wouldn't let me have birds because she was afraid of them really yeah. she was like i wanted a bird like we grew up in new york you know an apartment i was like give me something in a cage like what else am i gonna do yeah and then the little birds they always look so cute and so yeah. i was like i want a bird and she was like no they're creepy just all birds <laughs> and So I couldn't, I couldn't have one. But like now, as you said, I'm like it does kind of feel wrong to be like, yeah, I guess just sit in that cage.
1: And then when I want to go to bed, I put a blanket on you.
2: Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, but. I <laughs> – <Yes. laughs>
3: I like the idea of
1: the blanket that goes over the cage. I mean, I understand that the idea of it is to make it dark for them and so they don't see they can relax, but it does seem like, are you cold?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, bud. Um, I I lived in Brooklyn for eight years and I noticed towards the last, I don't know, three or four years, I started buying like a lot of plants and then I thought I got like a beta, one of those little Japanese fighting fish. And Mm -hmm. I noticed I started like craving sort of nature and that kind of thing and it was like time to get out of New York. But <laughs> uh, one day I was like I'm going to go get some finches. I'm going to go buy a bird cage and get some finches. So I took this uh I took the subway down to this pet store in Brooklyn that had a ton of birds and the finches were like $14, but they were so loud. Like they were They're going so loud. <laughs> and so insane. the guy that works there comes over to me and he's like, "Hey." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm thinking about buying some of these birds." He's like, "Oh, yeah, these are good." Uh, and I'm like, are they always this loud? He goes, yeah, but uh, <laughs> he goes, but we have ones that don't really make any sound at all. And I go, oh, yeah? He goes, yeah, these over here. And there was like 10 birds, little beautiful little finches in a cage, and they were silent. And I was like, well, how much are those? He goes, $200 a piece. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so they're absolutely marked up just on the livability of these birds. <laughs> and they just silently sit there. I was like, I can't spend $200 on a bird. No,
3: silent yeah. no. bird well, something A something that, that doesn't away.
2: do One of the two things It's supposed to do <laughs> Which is <stay> Fly <laughs> Oh
3: boy
1: uh, My grandmother had An African gray parrot uh, That lived Then they're supposed yeah. to live For like a They live fucking, a long time Right yeah, For like 50 years or something Which is insane yeah. To yeah. think about Yes um. And it was fine, but I never realized that my grandma was like an eccentric woman until later <laughs> when I thought about it. Oh boy! Because she had a, an African grey parrot. Then she also just had a monkey. Sure. What? Uh, Why wouldn't yeah. she? And she Where? Wanted- Did she she live in Africa? She lived in Florida. (laughs) She lived in Florida. Okay, okay, the
0: Africa of America.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And she just had it, and it lived in like this weird long vertical cage, and it had like a little trash can that was its home. Great. And it was like nailed to the side of it. And she wanted to call it Bimbo, but my mom wouldn't let her, so it was called Bimby, Bimby, which made no sense whatsoever. And I just felt bad for that fucking. It was like a little tiny monkey. I'm. I, it couldn't possibly be legal. I can't imagine it's like legal, the
0: monkey but, um, from Friends, like the little yeah. capuchin, like a, one uh, of those.
1: Yeah, it was like that. But it was. Uh-huh. Just scared all the time. I just yeah. felt bad for it. I don't yeah. think.
2: I think there's a reason you can't get those anymore. I mean, there was a time in the '80s and '90s where you weren't allowed to get turtles, like the, let alone a monkey, because they were like salmonella. If you get turtles, you're oh, salmonella. I had turtles.
0: That's what I had. I had turtles. I had four turtles. Cool. Quickly went down to three, but the little ones, yeah, that you know you couldn't really touch. I named them. They were Wren and Stimpy and Doug and Skeeter. So that tells you how old I was. And we would have these turtles, and I would just. The thing about them, obviously, because you can't really do too much, right? I can kind of... When I would clean out their tank, you put them in the bathtub, and then I could kind of, like, touch them and, you know, like, watch them do stuff. But the big... The part that was, like, fun you would get them feeder fish so you know like tiny tiny goldfish yes and that's what they would eat and so my favorite thing was like the two days like you would get them these feeder fish you just dump them in and then it was just like having your own national geographic you know what i mean just like watching them just like attack and eat and then like one of them one of the turtles i remember he was um i don't know if he was um (laughs) a sociopath or bad at his job but basically he would never fully like Kill a fish, like oh, he would kind of like bite it, and then it'd be like half a fish wiggling no. in the tank, and oh, it was boy. like finish the job.
2: Yeah,
3: do your job.
2: <laughs> just, job? the one that died. Skimpy.
0: Yes, actually, <laughs> <laughs> the, one, the first to go, the first to go was the one who would just like half eat a fish. And it was How like, do you well, know
1: when a turtle is dead?
3: Great it
2: question. Move.
0: It don't move. no more. <laughs> but I <I'm> mean,
1: <lying. laughs> can't sometimes turtles pull in all of their. Like appendages and not move?
0: Yes, but his appendages were out. I distinctly remember Uh, because basically like because you know you have little rocks and stuff because they like to kind of be under the light or whatever. So he it was this one time where he was just at the bottom and just literally just like out, arms out, (laughs) head out, and I was like, Well, I guess this is over. And then Which one was it? Oh God, it was Skeeter.
2: Yeah. Classic (laughs) Skeeter. (laughs) That guy He had crosshairs on him from the day he was born. (laughs) Fucking Skeeter. That's but, so funny.
0: Yeah, that was a good time. Give me another one,
2: Scotty. I, I, again, okay, I'm going to just do... Uh, we're doing a variety today. I'm pulling stories that are... We got everything. Here's the headline. This is from NBC News, oh. written by uh, Kay Haln Rosenblatt. We love that k Holland Rosenblatt. God, she's the best. <laughs> headline, California woman dreamed about eating her engagement wing, ring. Woke up and found out she really did. Okay. This is yeah. this is very fascinating. Yep. Because this happens often. I like the story references that this happens a lot, but people swallow their engagement rings in their sleep way more than you think. Wait, what? I know. It's crazy. So, I'll tell you how Jenna Evans did it. So, Jenna Evans was uh, on the high-speed train that was racing down the tracks her fiance by her side when some quote bad guys appeared. There is only one way to protect her 2.4-carat diamond engagement ring. Swallowed. Oh. So that's what Evans did. Quote, I popped that sucker off, put it in my mouth, and swallowed it with a glass of water, Evans put on said on her Facebook post. Then she woke up. Great. See, Rosenblatt knows how to reel you right in. a story.
0: <laughs> she just
2: cold opened. Yeah, to no, uh. it's
0: a cold open. That's a real, oh, bring it in. Smash to titles, baby. Smash
2: to titles. <laughs> So Evans uh, woke up from this nightmare where she's being chased and she swallows a ring so that, you know, robbers don't get it. And then she was relieved Wednesday morning when she wakes up. The whole episode had just been a vivid, bizarre dream. Um <laughs> She, qu- <laughs> she says her dream was very James Bond, which I don't know. It makes her <laughs> seem 490 years old. <laughs> She's not. She's young and lovely. Uh, that is until she realized her engagement ring was no longer on her finger. Evans, Jenna. who has a history of sleepwalking. Oh, Jenna. S- yeah, Jenna. There it is. Soon re- there it is. Soon realized that while the quote unquote bad guys on the high speed train uh, had all been in her snoozing subconscious, the consumption the consumption of her engagement ring was real so she wakes up it's not there and her husband or her fiance is just cracking up at her because she thinks at this point maybe she did swallow it so um, she googled how often adults swallow rings and it turns out that children do it <laughs> almost constantly but that it but does also h- swallow everything yeah, constantly. Yeah, they're just yeah. Like, kids are vacuums. Uh, and so she goes to cli- uh, an urgent care clinic where doctors go s- to urgent care? Uh, what?
0: Why do you just have a Miralax? What are you uh, doing? You don't need urgent you're care.
1: Gonna, you're going to have to rescue that ring from a couple more bad guys <laughs> out of
2: the toilet. <laughs> Girl, you'll be shitting diamonds by the time i <laughs> and she did so the gastroenterologist um looks at it put, basically puts a camera uh down her throat finds oh it in god. her intestine it already passed oh through god. her stomach oh my uh, god and she quote waited for a long time for that damn engagement ring and i will marry bobby Howell. damn it I mean, Jenna, <laughs> wow. Jenna's wow. a complicated lady. I'm she glad is. This worked out. So, yes, they, the doctors said you're just going to have to let this thing pass as naturally as you can pass a 2.4 yeah, I, carat diamond ring. I have lost
1: multiple engagement rings. I mean, multiple <laughs> wedding rings. Have you? Uh, Yes, this. I'm on my third one, and now this is what? just a this is just a stainless steel ring that costs forty dollars because I wear. And as soon as I bought a forty dollar wedding ring, I haven't lost it. I've had this no. one for three years. But I lost two in one year. Wow. One, I have no idea where one went, but another one, I got onto a plane. Hmm. I had it on. I fell asleep on the plane. I got off the plane and in the airport of like wow. I, right after I got yeah. off the plane, I realized my wedding ring was gone.
0: Someone like, took it off your finger when you were sleeping?
1: No, I think because <laughs> I stuff my, like, hands underneath my, uh-huh. uh, in my armpits uh-huh. when I sleep on planes. Gotta like, keep warm. Yeah, yeah. Gotta keep and, your yeah. fingers warm.
0: <laughs> keep them in. Keep them warm. Keep them in. <laughs> yeah. Keep
1: them in. Uh, and also a big person, so I have to kind of, like, mm-hmm. wrap my <laughs> arms around myself so I don't, like, yes. put, touch other people. Uh, <laughs> and I think I pulled my hand out sleeping, and it came off and just fell.
2: Yeah. That's too much. Your body was like, I'm not married in Missouri. (laughs) 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 I'll see you tonight, whatever comedy club is in Kansas City.
0: (laughs) But, like, my nightmare is funny because I've been engaged a long time and I have this ring. And outside of an engagement ring, I don't wear jewelry. So for me, I'm always nervous. Like, it's just being like the only expensive thing I have. Yeah. And it's what everyone can see. And I would always – I tend to be – when I was in New York, I would always, like, on the um, train, yeah, I would yeah. always, like, put it turn in. Turn it in. You know? Exactly. Yeah. I would turn it in.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Um, just out of, you know, just yeah. going up in New York and be trusting prepared. no one ever. Yeah. Uh, but then I would, but then there'd be times where I'm like, oh, where is it? Or, you know, if I take it off. But I don't even take it off now. And I hear this is weird. Mm-hmm. I don't take it off, like, to shower or, like, to do stuff. Like, I just literally just keep it on. Sure. But Except then somebody- for sleeping. Wait, really? I take
1: it, yeah, I take mine off when
2: I sleep. I good don't. thing you might eat it like jenna did I
0: yeah mean. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta put it somewhere i it's, don't know why i find it more funny.
2: comfortable. did you wear jewelry like uh, when you're like in high school or middle school like were, were you wearing bracelets and necklaces and all that stuff no
0: no 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 i even like i got my, my ears were pierced as a baby and then as soon as i was old enough to have a say i was like absolutely not
3: yeah you like i always
0: kind it. of felt it like because even like bracelets like they're cute as a concept, but then they're just like making noise and clinkety clanking yeah. on stuff, you know? Yeah. And then I always thought a necklace would strangle me. You know, uh, a lot of anxiety. A lot of anxiety <laughs> in general. it's yeah, uh, like it. That's so...
2: Like, no, thank get you, you. a breakaway paper necklace at some point <laughs> as a thank you for being on the show. Just a damp cardboard necklace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, It's funny because when I was in middle school and then really in high school, I wore necklaces and rings and bracelets and then i got to college and they went away and like maybe i had like a bracelet or or like i don't even wear a watch but it was i keep thinking about why i was doing that i think just growing up in like some small town in maryland like i think i was trying to like say that i'm different like that Mm -hmm. i know that there's something else i can provide this world yes yeah i was limited to my house and, and what was Mills mall. At the mall. <laughs> and, and the only way i could show the world that i was like not like everybody else was wearing the same puka shell necklaces and hemp braids and that everybody else was wearing
1: <laughs> that everybody else was wearing yeah
2: but i really did and i know like i see photos of that time and like i'll have like four necklaces on like four beaded necklaces or i'll have like oh, a ring I, the idea of wearing a ring now just i I can't even ma- um, imagine it like uh,
0: I, but it's wait, how many like because i'm not here for a fashion ring sure i don't like when a guy has more than one ring on and i don't i don't even mean I'm like it has you. to be a wedding ring but just one like literally one like do not come in here with a thumb ring do you remember toe rings and how that was acceptable uh, in the 90s my yeah.
2: friend <laughs> did buy me one for my birthday in redondo beach last year and we last year
3: two uh, last recent. year
2: i wore two reasons I wore it for a day, and I took a photo the <laughs> next morning and sent it to her just so I could be like, thanks again. This is the <laughs> most amazing gift. But uh, men's feet aren't anything to write home about to begin with. And <laughs> you don't need any shiny thing drawing more eyes towards them. So,
3: yeah, no, I would wear,
2: like, two rings. I would have, like, I mean, I just wore everything. It was suburban. Uh, it was a suburban was peacock. To find, or, yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it was like an attempt to like like discover a
1: like uh, an identity. Did you? Yeah. Have, I, Kurt, did you have any on you? <laughs> I used to wear so many crystals. Oh, no. Was, yeah, when I was twelve, I was really into what? crystals. I would bury them in the my the backyard during full moons and everything oh <laughs> to recharge I you were so meant many. for
0: la you were meant to live in la <laughs> i do not
1: i do not <laughs> like crystals now i make fun of them now uh but back then
2: loved
3: them baby
2: <laughs> it's funny like people that really believe in the power of stones and crystals and stuff and i'm sure a lot of our listeners do and i've also been gifted them by actors i've worked with on tv shows where they're like thank yeah. you scotty and they'll give me a, like a They'll be like, this is a certain kind of quartz. And I'm like, oh. and I actually keep them because it's nice. It's a nice gesture. But my feeling is always like, if these things have healing powers or whatever they have, it's like, well, leave them in the ground for all of us. Like, I want to walk over this stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Why are you pulling all the cool I shit like, out of the ground? I like that. If, Interesting. I like that. If, if <laughs> this tiger's eye is going to give, you know, <laughs> <laughs> my children muscles one day, then it's like... <laughs> Let me just walk over it on a hike. Why are you hoarding it and cleaning it and then selling it in a store that smells smells like nag champa? Like I'm good.
0: (laughs) That's a nice way. Me, I say, don't give me your goddamn trash. (laughs) I don't want it. I don't like. I did a show, a stand up show, and it was at um, like one of those healing-y, crystal-y stores. Sure. And you would do your set, and afterwards, the host would give you a crystal inspired by your set, you know? Okay. Inspired
1: by your set? What crystal did you get?
0: Honey, I got something for relieving negativity. <laughs> you know, whatever it was, it was wow. like, you need to relax. <laughs> so that.
2: That's so but it was, funny.
0: But it was so small, and like, for me, I was like, now I just had these little rocks. Yes. Like, I I like, you know, um, maybe, what are they, geodes, maybe? Like, the big ones. Like, yeah. the big ones you see, like, on a desk. I'm like, that's cool-looking. That's pretty. But these little bits and pieces that look like you literally took some gravel and spray painted it silver. Get that out of here. Get
1: that out of here. Just just have kids, guys. They just bring (laughs) home rocks constantly. (laughs) I have like that all over my house. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. Are you guys ready for the next one? Yeah, Yeah. let's get another
2: banana story, Kurt. Now, Scotty,
1: this is sad news for you and I, I think, because we know. Oh, no. We know this particular pig, uh, oh boy. A boozy feral pig, oh boy. that oh. shot to international fame after uh, drinking 18 cans of beer, starting no. a fight with a cow, and causing <laughs> chaos at an Australian campsite, has um, died in a no! car accident. Yeah. Wow. Now, full disclosure for those for everyone who's not in Australia, everyone in Australia is probably very familiar with this pig. Uh, <laughs> this is, of course, uh, a little little. This is seven years ago. This is from I'm, 2013, but still worth talking about because of course as local authorities have confirmed swino which is his name now. Uh, um,
2: absolutely, absolutely. Swino my nickname was hit in high school a, yes.
1: Swino was hit by a car uh scotty and i wrote a joke about this this guy which started a show that we we created do you remember that that was like the opening joke yeah to, it was a good yeah. joke
2: this little piggy um, joke
1: so last month, uh, this is last month uh, in 2013. The Boy. boorish porker. Oh, thank no. you. Yes. This is of course mm. okay. Also, this was sent in by a listener Jolene Brown. Thank, thank you so you. much, Jolene. Jolene, um, Jolene,
0: Jolene, Jolene.
1: That's the perfect language. She appreciated we can clear it. it. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is. This is from QT, and it is written, of course, by John Hall, the famous John Hall. Mm. Um, after the pig uh, drank alcohol. Yes. So he busted into, last month the Borsch Porker went on a drank, drunken <laughs> rampage at the DeGray River campsite in Port Hedland after stealing and drinking three six-packs of beer that had been left unguarded. What? After the, I can, uh, sh- th- this uh, this pig is definitely Australian. Yes. And <laughs> after the pig drank the alcohol, events took a somewhat predictable turn with Swino fighting a, f- starting a fight with a cow, demolishing <laughs> nearby tents and rubbish bins in his hunt for a midnight night snack recklessly swimming into the middle of a river before eventually collapsing asleep underneath a log yes Uh yes Uh and so that's he became famous for doing that (laughs) uh and then he just he just got hit by a car seven years ago was he sober when he got hit by a car you know what there is a joke in here probably not there is probably not here he is here Mm. it is Local authorities confirmed that Swino had recently been hit by a passing vehicle in a remote stretch of the northern Pilbara region of Western Australia. Adding sure. that he had been identified by distinctive markings on the back of his ears, it is not known if Swino had been drinking before the accident. Uh, Boom, like, John Hall gets a zinger in.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I like to think he was. I like to he think he was. he went out he went out on top. This guy yeah. loves a drink. Yeah. Uh, he loves getting he, lost.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he died it. as he lived. I will say this because I lived in Australia from 2008 to 2009, like wow. a year, but middle, Where? middle, yes, in Sydney. Okay. Um, and I remember distinctly, and I'd never seen this anywhere else, they had a lot of ads um, about drunk walking. Like, a thing in Australia was, like, <laughs> like when you're drunk, pay attention. It was, like, stick to the intersection because apparently people would get wasted. <laughs> and especially I noticed it, too, in the countries because I would go – because I was in the city. And then, of course, you know, I traveled around and I wanted to see all the stuff. Sure. But- Especially in the country, it was like, you know they just get drunk and wander. Yeah. And it was like, stay, stay in the lights. And it was stuff like that where I was <laughs> like, okay, okay, y'all are doing oh too God. much. Wow. And I was like, oh, this is so real. Because I stayed in a place, there's a place there called Cooper Pedy, which is where like Opal is mined. And it's pretty much like a mining town. Great. But most of the reason why it's famous is obviously the Opal, but also because it's so fucking hot in the middle of the desert. Ooh, most oh, yeah. of the homes are underground. Oh, wow. So, yes. So, we like stayed in a hostel that was like underground and like it was as prison like as you would think. Huh.
3: <laughs> um, okay. I was like,
0: cool, but I <clears> throat> feel throat> very damp. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yes. the whole thing, but they had a lot of signs there because, especially, you know, again, because most people aren't even really um, above ground. So, basically, you could go to a pub, you go down, right? And then you might come back up to walk to your house and go down, but so it's we- like,
1: what was above? What was like above the ground? Was it just like a a door? And then it would just like you just go down? Sometimes
0: you would have a little bit of a door, but then a lot more if you're driving, you would just see like, um, smokestacks is the wrong word, but pretty much where your exhaust would come out, like uh a long tube, which is basically where, you know, the air, the dirt, the smoke Mm -hmm. or whatever is coming out. So that's what you could see. And then of course, there were certain things that were above ground, like the touristy stuff, if you wanted to go, you know, buy your opals and whatever. But a lot of people's houses were under there and so there was like a pub down there you know people would drink but then they would come up and you'd be drunk people would be like wasted and it's empty and then because shit's underground they would like fall into shit people would walk <laughs> and then like fall into a hole <laughs> <laughs> and it was so oh, many
3: signs oh, oh, man. about
0: drunk walking so i fully believe this pig was wasted And this pig was like I don't, is that a car? Like They can't tell. It's already a pig. It's already asking it too much. It's That's- already
1: asking it too much. And I, you know, I dated an Australian for two years and it is the level of drinking. Oh, yeah. Blue, blew me away. <laughs> yeah. And this is like someone coming from the New York comedy scene where like drinking was like you were just drunk all the yeah. time. Yeah. like. <laughs> Like living with an Australian was like, oh my god! I have never in my life seen that much drinking, and yeah. I was doing
2: it too. I wasn't, you know. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't, yeah. yeah not actually, Kurt, especially back then, like we were, we were more beer drinkers back then. It's actually yes. probably we'd probably be dead if we drank vodka than the way that we do now. <laughs> um, but remember that sign, Kurt, in the New York subway system that was just the girl yes. passed out on the stairs. That was. Oh, like, I have a
1: full joke about it. I have a whole joke about it. One less. What was what like is two this? drinks two drinks ago you could have gotten home
3: and <laughs> oh then it was just god, a photograph
1: yes. of a woman
3: oh asleep
1: on the stairs going
2: into the subway
0: <sighs> oh my god oh god i remember that that shit was haunting
2: yeah <laughs> in said, your <laughs> joke did you talk about the time that you fell asleep on the subway and went to coney island you it, did the f train twice it was that yeah, yeah. The, in so the,
1: joke? The, the joke goes the joke goes like uh, like she falls asleep on the says like I love you New York City like New York just wants you to stop two drinks before you randomly fall asleep on a hard irregular surface yeah. uh, but the joke <laughs> but the sign would be better if it said two drinks go you could have gotten home and then it was like a series of photos of her like waking up at Coney Island
3: and then her yes. waking
1: up in Flushing Queens yes, and then her waking up in Coney Island again yeah, and then her that- waking up at JFK like how what? did she transfer <laughs> And then her waking up on a flight to Belgium, like, where did she get her passport from? <laughs> she should have stopped two drinks ago.
0: I fell asleep on the train once. And I was so grateful that no one killed me. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it was actually just the conductor. And I got, because I lived up in Harlem and I got lucky in that, in true New York fashion, you know how the trains always fuck up. Yeah. It happened to be stopping at 145th and I lived at 135th. So luckily I was off the uh, last stop, but at uh, least I was only 10 blocks yeah. away. But the guy like nudged, he like literally took a stick. He's like, he's like, girl, he goes, girl, what you doing? That's <laughs> what he said. And I was like, and then I was like, oh, true. And then, got, and then I just like got up and then I just got a cab. I couldn't even walk the 10 blocks. But I was like, yeah. well, hell, at least I wasn't in Brooklyn.
1: Oh, dude. Oh. I, I mean, I remember the first time it ever happened to me. I, I had to go to work the next day. This was in my 20s. Yeah. And I had to go to work the next day. I fell asleep on the F train yeah. and ended up at Coney Island. And it was like four in the morning and I was like, Oh, oh no. And then <laughs> oh. like it's just such a long time to wait for it yeah. to turn around.
3: Yes. Turn
1: yes. back. It's purgatory. It's And then I fell so asleep bad. again and then missed my stop again, going yes. the opposite direction. Oh. And then I had to oh get off at God. J Street Borough Hall and go back. <laughs> I mean, it was awful. I had to get home till like, 6 in the morning. I had to be at work at 8.
2: Was oh no. my God. That's what I remember. I remember you telling me that story. And, like, you had gone almost all the way in both directions, which, for people that don't know, the F train, I think, is the second longest line. It can take, like, an hour yes. and 40 minutes just to go just the length way. of it. But that's yeah. when you have to get off at of Coney Island and then just walk across the track or stay on the train. That can take a, it was it was the closest I just, I've ever come to mental breakdowns. We're waiting <laughs> for the F train after three a.m. twice. Yeah, but also the greatest panhandler I ever saw in New York was on the Red Line. I was up around Columbus Circle. It was a packed train, and this guy gets on with a full size saxophone.
0: And oh Lord,
2: goes, like a huge one, a big real, real a big, real, real, big, big one. one. Yeah, not <clears throat> not like a cool subway saxophone guy. <laughs> And this dude steps into a train where we're all packed in. I was a temp at the time. And we're all packed in, just wanting to go home. I had an hour train ride. And he goes... Give me $5 and I'll stop playing. And then starts playing the saxophone so badly and so loudly that people dug into their purses and walked. And I bet he got $25 within 10 seconds. And then he got off, and then you heard him go train to train every stop. And as soon as he got the money, he stopped playing.
3: But it just
2: would go. As soon as. She was like, if I $5, I'll stop playing. And it was like, burr, 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 and clearly did not even know. That's the best. I love the that, greatest. man. It was That's the greatest. Awesome. She held his so ransom.
3: Smart. That's
0: yeah. good.
2: We all kind of respected his madness. He yeah. <laughs> probably made $500 a night, <laughs> ruining your commute for 10 seconds. And on that, let's take a
1: quick break. Bananas. Man, we're back. Scotty, you got one for me?
2: I do. And I bet you have this one, too. Because this one, a lot of people sent this to our Instagram. Thank you, everybody. We have been get, uh we get like 20 a day from our listeners and i, I cannot tell you how you. awesome it is
1: uh, we love <laughs> reading all of your messages it was just uh, thank you so much and if you want to go on and rate and review the show we're still a new show it does matter oh, if you yeah. go and do that please do it but uh, my god all of your messages and everyone sending stuff it's amazing thank you yes we're it really
2: helps us out and it's funny because it also gives us a taste of what the group likes and this <laughs> story the first person to send it to us was Alina Faith Exo on Instagram. This one, let's go through this whole one because this has some stuff. So the uh, the headline is Pair Hired for Man's Broom Sexual Fantasy Turn Up in Bedroom at Wrong Address with Machetes. I read this whole one and it's crazy. <laughs>
0: whoa, whoa, whoa.
2: Naomi, yeah. what I said was
0: <laughs> yes!
2: Pair Hired. Yes. For man's broom sexual fantasy, yep, turn up in bedroom at the wrong address with machetes.
1: Okay. Wow. Let's go. First off, sounds terrifying, but then when you hear the details, it's Boy, very funny.
2: It is so excellent. This was written by Richard Williams, and I will find out from what news source. But thank you, Richard Williams. Um so, two men sneak into the bedroom of machetes after being hired to carry out a stranger's sexual fantasy of being tied up in his underwear and stroked with a broom, Ooh. only to discover they went to the wrong address. So, we're in Uh-oh. your old hometown of Sydney, Australia. Oh, good. Um, this is so, so good. The best okay. part is the
1: reason they went to the wrong address address is because the guy gave him the address, then moved, then didn't tell the people he had hired to, yes. <laughs> to live out his sexual fantasy yes. that he had changed addresses.
2: Yes. Oh my so. God. There's there's so many steps. So, so many steps. This fantasy was going to be an unscripted thing, um, and the uh, they found each other over Facebook, and the arrangements were uh, they were going to get paid up to some sort five, of kink site.
0: Five? Exactly, not no. Facebook.
2: Well, these days hey, it's all the same. <laughs> um, so he wanted a broom handle to be rubbed around his underwear, and he wanted to be brushed with the broom. Uh, tied up and brushed with this broom. He was willing But he also pay- wanted
1: it to be a surprise.
2: He wanted them to right, show up and right, right. Like, it was sort of a break in fantasy. Okay. $5,000 is what he was going to pay if it was, oh. quote, really good. I mean, if these guys <laughs> could really sweep his chimney, that was going to oh, be wow. <laughs> sweet, <laughs> worth every penny. So he had made these arrangements uh, to engage in this role play. He sent his address before, as Kurt just said, he later updated it and moved to a house 30 miles away. So, Oh, my God. So he's not even maybe in the same out uh the, yeah, nope. the resident of the home where these two men mistakenly turned up uh told police that they noticed a light was on around 6 15 a.m so this is going to be morning kink i love it Absolutely live not. how you want to live.
1: <laughs>
0: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. 6.15, <laughs> that is inappropriate. You might yeah. be on your way to work. I think if you're going to break in, yes. you break in between 1 and 5. you got a four-hour window. Ah! Yeah. You're Good in bed. Sport. You're in bed between 1 and 5 safely.
2: That's when I do all the cleaning around my house anyway. So, yeah.
3: <laughs> sweep
2: it up. I mean, it's whatever Whatever warm breeze fills your tails. Um, so... So they show up to the home. They see the lights on. These two guys break in, and uh, he assumed it was uh, the guy that lives at the house just assumed it was his friend who visits daily, and they have coffee together.
1: Check this out. Just assumed that there was another man (laughs) making coffee. That's the best part, that someone just comes to your house every morning at 6.15 a.m. and uses your coffee machine.
2: I... Well I have a side story? I'll talk to about it about a guy who used to show up to my house in college and make strawberry quick. Um, so uh, the guy in this house, the the man who did not hire these people, yells, "Bugger off! It's too early." Bugger off, rocks. I love uh-huh. bugger off. It's funny yep. that means nothing here. You could say that to literally rocks? anybody here. Bugger rocks was rocks. the name. No, bugger off. Um, oh, oh, I see. You so <laughs> so these two guys are, who are not his friend making coffee. Say, is your name Kevin? That is the funniest thing in the world to me. Uh, and he looks out and sees two men he does not recognize standing next to his bed, both holding machetes. The conversation continues to establish whether or not he is Kevin each time he responds, no. <laughs> this is my favorite line of the whole article. At one point, one of them asked, quote... Are you sure you are not Kevin? As we were told to come to this address and pick up Kevin. So eventually they figure out this is not Kevin. They accept their error, say, sorry, mate. And while they're leaving, the other one goes, bye-bye. Amazing. (laughs) Bye-bye. That resident then calls the police. So but also what hasn't
1: been covered yet yes. is the fact that this guy hired people to sweep him with a broom and these two guys took Have it in the machetes. Them to bring machetes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. We, we
2: know he loves brooms, but what if we knock it up to two machetes? <laughs> and what happens next just goes with what you said, Kurt. So the two men and their driver sure. Eventually, yeah.
1: I mean, $5,000. Yeah, exactly. 000. You can you do that. You
0: There's production that.
2: quality. I know. Yeah, I know. They Yes. Driving a hearse. Uh, they eventually go to the right house where the two men step out of the car and the correct customer spots one with a, quote, great big knife in his trousers. The customer says, do not bring the weapon inside. So they leave them in the car. So these machetes... <laughs> we're just totally them improvising i mean it's so insane it's like you know this guy's get he wants us to rub a broomstick around uh, his special purposes and then <laughs> sweep him it's like you know it'd be really funny let's threaten this guy with fucking machetes ah uh, really get him revved up um so they go inside all three men enter the correct properly property, uh, property. <laughs> <laughs> the client begins cooking bacon, eggs, and noodles. Classic wait, Australian breakfast.
1: Bacon, eggs, and noodles? I That's, know. There's not even an Australian thing for that. That's, no? I've never
2: heard of bacon, eggs, and noodles. <laughs> uh, after being asked to do so, also. So now the machete uh, kink masters are also giving commands. And then <laughs> falls asleep on the couch. So,
3: wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, the
2: guys fall asleep on the couch? The client fell asleep. So the guy who hired them bakes some breakfast of uh, bacon, eggs, and noodles, that classic trio, and then falls asleep on the couch. Police no, he arrive. He fell asleep
1: probably because he's like, these guys are going to
2: broom me. Like have
3: yeah, got <laughs> to get ready for it, right?
2: Yeah, you're right. You're right. He thought he was going to get broomed. Um, yeah. <laughs> Police arrive at the property an hour later, arrest Leroy and the other man, those are the two guys with machetes, uh, who appeared in the incorrect bedroom but there's great noise uh great news excuse me the judge said uh that they basically with all the proof that he had no intention to intimidate or hurt anyone and his lawyer says it was a commercial agreement to tie up and stroke a semi-naked man in his (laughs) underpants with a broom entry was not with the intent to intimidate which i guess means harm over there so they got off they were found not guilty and let go months later but god this is this story just has it all it really it's
0: does. It's so insane. I think honestly, I was I will never kink shame, but I no. certainly will breakfast shame. Bacon, yes. eggs and noodles, you are sick. You're sick. And so <laughs> I'm like, I don't allow that. bacon, eggs and noodles, you don't deserve any joy. But then the idea that okay, here's here's another thing too though. Okay. Yes. The improv the improvisation we've all called out insanity. Huh. Now, when you get to the right place with machetes, and yes. then the guy, I'm imagining this is what I imagine. Yes. I imagine hearing someone pull up, you know, and then mm-hmm. just like looking out the window and then seeing machetes. It goes, you can leave those there, <laughs> and then those people then go okay, which automatically takes the fear and intimidation yes. out of the whole scenario. Yeah, this is no longer like if what you wanted was to be like, oh, I'm in danger. I see why they thought machetes might add a little layer. Yeah, me too, but yeah. if you take that out and they listen to you, well, now you know you're in charge. Yeah, you see what I'm saying, and now yes. you no longer have your central I- fantasy.
2: Yes. I mean maybe he was being submissive when he made them bacon, egg, and noodles. Um, but it's a shame. I don't it doesn't say if they earned their five thousand too. We don't know how good of a job they did asleep. They needed in this dude. it for
0: legal fees. They needed yeah. it for legal yeah. fees. That's right.
2: We gotta go fund these guys. But uh, I mean I love it. I think they I mean like
1: we they should teach improv. <laughs> you know, they really just know how to build out a scene with some unexpected twists they commit yeah. they're committing they really, to it they're they're yeah method. you're
0: right they committed also I, I would have stopped once I got to the wrong house I would have been like okay we tried
1: we we'll tried let's get
2: it let's let's book another date for this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook strikes again. Yeah, I know. Yeah, let's try again. Like, that's right. I mean, they must really need that money. And then also you got to put yourself in that position where you go, hey, we've, there's been times in our lives where we all need $5,000. Would you go over and tie right. somebody up and sweep them? I'd make sure there was a digital paper trail. That's for sure. To make sure I got out of trouble. And it sounds like these guys did. So <laughs> Ooh, nobody loses except the guy who needs to start locking his door and not just letting randos come in and make coffee. Right. Butter off. Better off. off. Rocks.
0: And then the guy who moves. Because, I mean, how much time do you think had to have happened, had to have passed between making this plan and finding a new place to live and moving? Right. That's the craziest <laughs> part.
1: That you wouldn't, like, this seems to be a pretty big. I th- he, it's $5,000 yes. mm-hmm. and, like, a major accomplishment of a, of a sexual fantasy. You would think. That the moving would have been, would have been, would have come up in the conversation. (laughs) Yeah. That I'm not going to be at the right location. Um, I love it so
2: much. All right. You want ready for one more here? I cannot wait for you to drive me wild right now. (laughs)
1: This is, uh, I want to thank Pirates and Puppies for sending this into our Instagram. Great name. Uh, this is from Como News. I bet you it's K O M O news, not Como News. Uh, you got and this it. It is by the K O M O staff. Sure. And this is, of course, from 2016. Uh, my apologies, but hey. It's still worth it. Yeah. Seattle Aquarium cancels Octopus Sex Act due to cannibalism concerns.
2: Oh, I... Okay. Okay.
1: All right, guys. Yes. (laughs) The best. Yes. So it's got a lot of layers as well. So it starts off with each Valentine's Day, the aquarium invites people to watch the sea creatures mate. And this is the Seattle Aquarium. The Seattle Aquarium officials tell Como News that this year, the chance to watch some eight-armed nookie has been called (laughs) off. So first off, before we get to the cannibalism concerns. Yes.
2: (laughs) What? Bring the whole family. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Exactly. Like, why is that a thing that anybody would want to see? Kurt, you have children. Would you take them to the aquarium (laughs) to
2: watch eight-arm nookie? (laughs) And more importantly, would you film it and send it to me in high definition? (laughs) Yeah, what
1: is What? Happening? I mean, like, listen, we all know octopi. Mm-hmm. I'm sticking with octopi, by the way. I sure. was raised that it's octopi, yeah. and now that octopuses is just fine, I'm uh, shocked. I'm shocked, and I'll always say octopi. <laughs> but I've, look, we all know that they're geniuses. Absolutely. we all, yeah, we've yeah, heard yeah. about the jar and stuff. They get into jars. They, <laughs> they, we, they've escaped heard about the jar. aquariums yeah. through, like, toilets and shit. Yeah, they're amazing. Maybe they fuck fantastic. You got to ask yourself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Maybe have some really creative ways to fuck. So maybe it's mm. amazing. Yeah. Uh, but it still seems weird to watch it. But I guess yes. that's what zoos are all about. <laughs> <laughs> Just put some wild animals and watch them do everything. You
0: know, I looking, don't know. No, I don't know about this. You don't make it a special activity at the zoo. You usually watch whatever baby results, right? It'll be right. like, come watch it, be bored. But you don't say, let's go watch these pandas do it, and they're endangered. We don't want to watch that.
2: Yeah, I'd ah! be cheering very loudly for that. I'd be screaming at yeah. the top of my. I'm like, keep the species going. <laughs> they're like, that guy's been here every day for three years. Um, <laughs> but I do like, I do like a, a zoo related. Uh, holiday stuff, and in I think it was in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. You used to be able to throw your pumpkins after Halloween to the hippos, and they would eat uh. them in like two chomps. Oh, but that's fun. That's cool. The hippos started just shitting football-sized turds of <laughs> wax because people weren't cleaning the can- the no. candles out enough, so they stopped
3: oh, doing God. it. But I always
2: was like, it was hungry, hungry hippos. Come like the hippos loved it. They were like free pumpkins. <laughs> But
1: for safety concerns, I say it every time hippos come up on this podcast. The funniest looking animal, the most dangerous animal on planet Earth. Yes, kills more people than sharks, lions, no, uh, tigers, alligators
2: combined. Yeah, hippos kill so many people. I think it's like bees, dogs, and hippos. It's some crazy number (laughs) like that where you're like, what a
0: trifecta. Yeah,
2: stay away from me. Anyway, so what are these octopi? Up yeah, they, the, the,
1: the concern is that the male octopus, a 70-pound cephalopod named Kong, mm. is too big for the females who are only 30 to 40 pounds, and he may just eat them. Oh, <laughs> so instead I of see. mating, Kong will be released back into the Puget Sound Monday oh. at noon. I hope Callie wow. had a wonderful life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> octopuses, or octopi, as Thank I like you. to say, only live about three or four years and mate once at the end of their lives. Oh, I did. And know then that. they die. So that's wow. even more fucked up. Yeah. Is that the aquarium is like, come watch these octopuses. God damn it, they got me saying octopuses. They got you. Come watch these octopuses fuck and then die.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's how you teach children about a lot at once. That yes. is you know lot. what I mean? That's one visit. You cover all the bases. Yeah, what is <laughs>
2: what does that Boy Scout's patch look like?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, looks like sixteen arms. What
3: <laughs> What's that seventeenth
2: armed? Oh, I do love an aquarium. Um yeah. I do too.
3: Yeah, only for
2: the animals that don't know they're there. Everything else. Like, I did go to SeaWorld when I moved out here, and I did see the Shamu, and I was like, this is so bad. Like, this is just criminally <laughs> bad. We, so I'm team, I'm team let them free. That's what I say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let them swim. I hear that. I love the
0: aquarium, though, and the zoo, especially in... I keep bringing up New York like I'm so obsessed with it but this idea that in the middle of a city right you can just like take the train and then go someplace magical Yes. like it feels much more magical but it shouldn't be there and it's kind of why I'm like how are these animals thriving below the two train and it's like that is super cool but then also the aquarium they would always let you you could I have so many pictures from when I was a kid like holding starfish you know they had their little tank and they would be like the kids can come over here and I'm like then I thought about it as I got older yes these starfish Mm -hmm. these starfish Whose lives were just being in children's hands. Yeah. yeah. I worry. That feels a little sad to me. A little wrong to me.
1: But yeah. think about a starfish's normal life, which is just I do all the crawling time. along the bottom of the ocean.
0: Yeah. So this might have been know. a little more, a little more activity.
1: A little more action. A little more action. <laughs> a little more. But I yeah. mean, who knows, really? But it does seem like starfish. Are definitely not thinking too much about it They're not the probably, way
0: octopuses are not the right. way octopuses are like fuck you
1: the octopus seems like to have a brain they they now think that there's actually brain cells in, in their, their tentacles yeah
2: right so the brain
1: that. actually extends out from their the whatever their i don't know if they have a c- c- cerebrum i
3: don't <laughs> know well, i don't mean. know who cares sure i think they, they like should brain
1: cells that like actually extend out on all of their limbs which
2: is insane It actually made me stop eating I don't don't eat octopi anymore. No. I think they're too intelligent. I'm like, give me the dumb ones, you know?
0: Give me the dumb ones. Yeah, I've never had them. I think that's also so wild. I didn't realize they didn't live that long. But if you think about it, to be that smart, maybe they're like, honey, I'm done. I'm overwhelmed. You know what I mean? Like they know too much and they're like, I don't need to be here long. I don't need to be here long. I'm out.
1: Oh, man. Do you have our last story, Scotty?
2: I do, and this one is a gem. I think we're all going to enjoy this one. This was sent to us by listener Vanessa Black in Austin, Texas. Uh, It's from the Cox Media Group National Content Desk. Inebriated, passed out man rescued after floating seven miles down the river on a raft.
3: What? What? Seven miles?
2: I mean, seven miles. That's right. So, seven miles is very far, and that's on a river very, that,
3: takes
1: right? a long time. that takes a that's long that's
2: time. right. So in Crawford County, Indiana, Indiana, I got a bike stolen there once. Uh, an inebriated man passed out on a raft <laughs> and floated seven miles down an Indiana river before he was rescued by authorities. Which isn't actually true. Uh, I found the story a few different places. As he approached a dam. <laughs> The man who has not been identified, his family and the neighbors probably know, was passed out with a bottle of rum on his lap. Awesome. (laughs) The Department of Natural Resource Officers first found the man floating by. There is a photo. We'll put it up. Uh, of him passed out on a raft, not like a boat raft, like a pool raft that you would recline on, just like a, a floating... A floating? What? Yeah, floating pool raft.
0: So he like broke out of a pool onto a river. Do yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. what it feels like. That
1: could yes. have been, if it was like an above ground pool one of those flexible sided <laughs> ones and oh. he just got drunk, broke it, and then just
2: floated <laughs> down into a river. <laughs> oh, that's like America's Funniest Home Video season one, gold. So that would have made like, <laughs> ugh, they always had pools breaking are hilarious um it's really funny so the department of natural resource officers see the man floating by but were unable to awaken him when they shouted and blew whistles from an embankment along the blue river officers later used a boat and set up a tagline in order to stop the man from going over the Milltown dam oh. however the man had washed up ashore a few miles before the dam <laughs>
3: this is so <laughs> oh funny oh my
2: god this is almost like it's almost like Danny deck chair or whatever that thing is where the guy floated through the air with all the hot air balloons or the weather balloons but like this guy uh, the authorities found the man, uh, he had a medical evaluation, he was arrested but uh, they don't know if he was charged or not but he was just I think he got charged for some, just like public drunkenness or something but
1: but I love that it worked itself out without yes. anyone actually getting involved <laughs> yeah, he's like the luckiest piece of shit on yes. planet earth <laughs> Um, I don't
0: think he should have been arrested. I'm like, what? I was like, he doesn't. I mean, literally, the definition of hurting no one. You yes. know what I mean? Like, he couldn't move. He was doing nothing. I'm like, okay, he woke up. Let him go.
1: <laughs>
2: he yes. took a nap
1: in a weird place. <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> and if you are a Department of Natural Resources officer in Crawford County, Indiana, and you get the call that you get to rescue a passed out man, ah. they get in the boat. They get ropes out. Like, that is the highlight of your career. That is just like we get to lasso somebody and pull them from the (laughs) Midtown dam. Also, I think it's really important that it's rum. If you, to our listeners out there who are like 18, 19, 20 and about to enter bar culture in the United States, if you are next to an adult who order, especially an adult man who orders a rum drink, move away from that person. (laughs) He is a sailor or a pirate. <laughs> yeah, or like three-time divorce guy that just can't leave Margaritaville in his mind. Rum drunk <laughs> is the weirdest drunk. That's why it's so popular for tourists in the Caribbean. Rum drunk makes you silly. It gives you energy because it's so sugary. And then your hangover is so brutal. It's like you it is just a got, real brutal hangover. It's it's like you bash your head into the coral. Rum drunk <laughs> is also like when you're when you have a fake ID and you don't know what to order in your kid, you just get like a rum and coke.
0: Rum and coke, yes. Yeah, right? That's a go-to. You're like, that's an alcohol, isn't it?
2: Yes. <laughs> and, it, and every bartender, any, any of us who have ever bartended, like when a close to underage person orders like a rum and diet or a rum and coke or a captain and coke specifically, you're just like, all right, I know you're 19. <laughs> I'll let you slide. Um, but... <laughs> But I tried a Captain and Coke last year for the first time in probably 15 years, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. Who can do this?
1: (laughs) My wife ordered when she was underage, my wife ordered a Staten Island iced tea.
2: There you go. (laughs) Staten
0: Island? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) bless. Bless. Boy.
3: Boy.
2: That's like the best mis. like the best underage misorder I've
0: ever
1: heard.
2: <laughs> we gotta figure out what that is, though. We gotta invent that. I only want to exclusively drink Staten Islands from now it's on. It's mostly
1: creme de menthe, I'm assuming, <laughs>
2: with no mixer. It's so like fun. no mixer whatsoever. It's Marinara <laughs> yeah. sauce, whatever Wu Tang liked, and then creme de menthe. <laughs> Rum drunk on a raft for seven miles.
0: What is that like? Six hours?
2: Yeah, at least, right? <laughs> it depends. Or at least. I mean, it depends on how big the river is, but goddamn. And as opposed Ugh. to Jenna Evans, who swallowed her ring, like, how good were this guy's dreams? Like, how well do you sleep <laughs> and dream floating on a river rum trunk? Uh, I envy him he must have been sunburned.
0: I'm assuming yeah. he's Caucasian. And he is oh, yeah. sunburned. Yes. And he wakes There's up no just like covered, like just like ooh, like a scaly patch of a male.
1: <laughs> you oh, know God. what? With his luck, I bet you he fell asleep. He passed out around uh, dusk and then beached himself <laughs> right at sunrise, woke yes. up feeling perfectly refreshed yes. and just <laughs> walked home.
2: <laughs> yes, think of the birds. Think of the deer and the bear. Think of the animals that looked out into the River and saw him <laughs>
3: floating by.
2: <laughs> it, uh, it was a big day in Crawford County. This guy, I love, we always uh, have a good river one. River ones <laughs> rivers are funny. Rivers used to be transportation. Now they're yeah. recreation, and it's usually yeah. drunk people getting hurt.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's mm. the Huck Finn I want to read. You know, yeah. <laughs> fucking those two just drug. <laughs>
2: Oh, it's so good to me. Well,
1: we've done it, guys. We went and did it again. We're at the end of another episode of Bananas. Naomi, thank you so much for being a guest.
0: Thank you for having me. That
1: was good for the soul. That was a yeah. good time. It's oh. a fun one, right? Yeah. To, yeah some dumb stuff, you know?
3: <laughs> we love Again, everybody stuff. should
1: listen to Couples Therapy, uh, a fantastic podcast. Um, anything else you want to plug before uh, we end this thing?
3: Before we wrap
2: no. up? No!
0: Everyone, we're doing our best. That's we're
2: right.
1: We're doing our best.
2: <laughs>
0: That's my Guys, plug.
2: wash your hands. Wash, wash your, hands. your hands. Wash your face. <laughs> Brush your teeth. Thank you to our <laughs> producer, Katie Levine. Thank you, uh, uh, George and Karen and exactly right thank you uh, to
1: every single listener you guys are like it's very overwhelming and it's a pure joy to see all your messages so thank you so much
2: and for all of you who have been asking to hear or find our theme song we're going to be releasing that doggy soon so just hold on tight it's coming out Kahan Amadi wrote it and uh, I think that's it for bananas what do you say Kurt bananas bananas This has been an
1: exactly right production.
2: Produced and engineered by Katie Levine.
1: Theme song by
2: Kehan Amati. And all of our artwork is done by Travis Millard. So
1: please follow us on Instagram at The Bananas Podcast, where we post so many more stories and make it here.
2: And you can share with us your strange news story by DMing us on Instagram at The Bananas Podcast.
1: So listen, subscribe, and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or
2: wherever you get your podcasts. Bananas.
1: Bananas.